Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading A Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby by Hannah Hart. Get ready for a whole hour of the only thing we're good at, Southern Accents. Ganesh Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called A Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby by <laughs> Hannah Hart. I definitely thought that there was some punctuation in this, but it's not. A Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. That's it. That's all you need. Is the baby a cowboy billionaire? Yeah. Or is it his baby? Well, it depends on how the uh, will is written. I'm confused. Well, we'll see what happens here, but not until I let you know what we do on this oh, podcast. You just jumped right in. Yeah. I mean, that's the beginning. That's what I do. What we do on this podcast is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then at the end, you make peace with God and we drink the special Kool-Aid and we lay down and take a long nap. Peas. Well, not me. I give you the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a cult, and Ganesha's leading it. Uh, You're our big guy. Let's hear more about this cowboy billionaire secret baby. <laughs> so uh, soon. So quick. What, you want to talk about what you did this week? Sure. What'd you do this week? Mm-hmm. Too long. Let's Nothing hear the synopsis. About. Let's hear the synopsis. Oh, dude, you can't, called me. Can't, can't be wow, pleased. Wow, you saw through my facade. You got nothing going on. I know I that much. Know. Well, what do you got going on, Austin? Nothing. I have no illusions about being interesting. I wanted to get into the podcast. <laughs> what do you do, Ganesh? What did you do this week? What's, uh, what's well, new in the world of GS? I got a new laptop because my last one bricked. Oh, that's right. The yeah. last laptop broke and delayed an episode Too for a week. Too much pornography. Ganesh came that. over to my place. He wanted to edit on my computer. He burnt out by about 6 p.m. and went home. You didn't. <laughs> Did you put out crackers? I didn't. No, I wasn't a very. I wasn't. You didn't. I had to bring my own drinks. <laughs> what? Well, you didn't ask. You showed up with. I didn't tell you to bring your own drinks. You had drinks. What am I going to offer you more drinks? Yes. Yeah. You, you're all stocked up. Did you order dinner? No. What? He the left fuck? at like six o'clock. That's. You I would have stayed if dinner was offered, but yeah. it wasn't even on the table. No, it, you, you guys could have sat and you bailed up. so soon. You came over and I was like, oh, Ganesh is going to be here all night. We're going to have a boys' night. He's going to be editing the podcast. Midnight, no, what 6 p.m. rolls doing? around. I hear his tummy rumbling. Time to go home. I'll delay this episode a week because I want some Totinos or something. Why didn't you have the Totino? I it wasn't even dinner time. There's no no meals happened in the time he was there. It's that short. You're a terrible host. I ate lunch before he got there and dinner after he left. Did you straighten up? Like, yeah, it was pretty nice in there, I think. Uh, all right. Yeah, it was nice. Okay. There wasn't trash on the ground, if that's what you're asking. That's all right. right. And that's a step up for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a trash-free ground. How's I was this? pleasantly surprised about the lack of trash. Hey, I'm in my 30s now. I'm living clean these days. You living clean? Uh-huh. Clean living? Yeah. Well, you know what the secret to being clean is? It's just having nothing. <laughs> if you have nothing, it can't be a mess. <laughs> Man, that's a slogan for what something. What did you when he was working? Were you just playing video games and 
like yeah, plug in it? He sure was. Oh, it was playing video games, yeah. In a different room? Or? Not the same room. I was right next to him. I was Everything's in the same room. The, yeah, the kitchen, the my living kitchen, room, living room, it's a, my study, yeah. my library. It's all, all there. It's all in one convenient small room. I was sitting next to all those Grantland books. <laughs> oh, so. wow. They're, they're nice books. Did you? My bookshelf is stocked. Did it's you a give nice a bookshelf. tour? What did you do when he showed He's up? He's been in my apartment before. I need to give him a tour. Oh, well, what you did have I, to give me a tour. Well, you haven't been. Come I on know. over. It's a small apartment. It's not big for big enough for guests, I'd say. You owe me. I owe you. Well, I do go to your apartment a lot. You owe me a tour. I did. Come like on a over. really good one. I'll give you a tour. Yeah. Well, when he got there, I was just like, here's your desk. Here's the computer. Fired up the PlayStation. He's like a librarian, basically. He's like, this is your workstation. Yeah. I was like, don't <laughs> masturbate. Those are the, that's the only rule. No loud, put on headphones and no masturbating. How'd the big guy do? He was fine. He was cranking away at it until dinner time <laughs> rolled around and a quarter of the episode was done and he decided it was officially time to push. Well, if you had just um, ordered dinner. I, I was I was literally like, well, it's going to be dinner time soon. And then he left. All right. And then I was like, well, that's that. Damn. I oh, was well. being a little bit of a diva. I was like, I can't work on these conditions. Halfway through me <laughs> editing, his computer just ran out of space. <laughs> and I was I like, was getting I owned this computer messages. for like three years and I install things willy nilly. I download shit all the time. And when Ganesh came over, it was the first time my hard drive was ever full. I don't know what kind of massive audio files you're working with there. Not buddy. one megabyte to be found. <laughs> wow. Had to stop for him to fucking delete all sorts of weird I had to, shit. I had to delete my 10 hour long 4K rain videos that I listened to at night. <laughs> Now what am I supposed to do? I have sleepless nights since this night. It haunts me. Ever yep. heard of YouTube? Put it on it's a, a desktop computer. It's not going anywhere. External. <laughs> Load up your externals with those rain yeah. vids. All right. You know, not a bad idea. I'll, I'll sleep on it. Well, that's enough about our week. Do you? I, is it, that was good. We had a good talk about Ganesha's uh, and, and me hanging out. Still don't know what Shane's up to, but that's fine. Don't uh, worry about me. Don't, don't worry. I got my own thing going on. That's fair. I think that's fine. Your, your air of mystery is what I think the fans flock to. Whereas me and Ganesh, uh, they hate us. <laughs> and it's fair. Uh, all right. Let's hear the synopsis for, uh, remind me of this series of words. Ah, a cowboy billionaire secret baby. There's a lot to unpack just in the title. I'm hoping we get some clues here in the synopsis. What, is, what about his public babies? <laughs> this one is... This one's a secret. Not a millionaire either. A billionaire. How do you think, you think he earned a, his his uh, cheddar? His cheddar? He found it at Facebook.com. Probably. I don't know. Let's hear the synopsis. When cowboy billionaire Bennett Brooks returns home to Texas as a billionaire, <laughs> I'm back and I'm a billionaire. <laughs> he finds two things. <laughs> Where's the barbecue? You wouldn't believe what I got out of there. I got a billion bucks. <laughs> I went out to Silicon Valley and boy, howdy, I find myself a billion. And now I'm back, and I'm fixing to spend it. His and ex have a couple babies in secret. <laughs> His ex-girlfriend and a secret that could destroy him. Bennett's best friend's wedding in Texas was supposed to be uneventful. He'd been recovering from a recent heartbreak when he found June Harmon again. Well, goddamn, June. <laughs> you ain't gonna believe what I found. I might have billions, but you did broke my heart. I got a billion dollars, though. He hadn't seen her in years. He couldn't have. Interesting. He's Blind. <laughs> I'm the blind billionaire cowboy. June had been married for five years. Oh, her husband kept her locked away. She also had a five-year-old daughter. It's like worse than what I said. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. What do you want? Her life was in shambles after the recent divorce. Getting a job as a waitress at a reception hall wasn't paying the bills. The single mother ran into her ex-boyfriend, Bennett, at the worst time of her life. God damn it, Bennett. I just killed four guys. <laughs> Jeez. Now take the gun 
Money's tight. This is the worst moment of my life. <laughs> but her secret was much worse than the timing. Uh -huh. It was one that could destroy the connection that she had found again with Bennett. What I, is it? Neither of them could deny that there was still what? something there. What's the secret? Could uh -huh. their rekindled love survive if Bennett found out that June's little girl was, in fact, his own child? Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Shit. Well, wow, hey. <laughs> we don't know. Now I get the title. <clears throat> Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. <laughs> Simple <laughs> stuff. That title is just like Google SEO. <laughs> Why what? even read the book? We know what happens. These are just keywords. This is everyday people kind of stuff, Austin. Uh, everyday people. Let's jump into the first page We're all now. billionaires. Nice baritone. Yeah. Ooh, that was sexy. First page, Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. Coming up. You're a quarter of the way through. You've been here for like two hours. I, feel like I was there since like two o'clock. <laughs> I've been there for four freaking hours and I was barely making a dent. Your computer had all sorts of technical problems. I had to install all my software when I fucking got there. Well, that thing I had your hour. shit pre-installed. I'm not editing the podcast. Uh, all right, was fun. that the Super Bowl? No, it was the day that Kobe Bryant passed. Oh my yeah, God. that's right. I heard Kobe Bryant died. I think and he sh showed up at my door <laughs> 10 minutes later. <laughs> oh and we were just like, shit, this is bad. Then I played the show for like four hours. Didn't even play NBA. It was a weird day. All right, are we ready? Oh, Five, four. Mmm, I'm excited. About what? About the first page of Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. Are you more excited about the baby or the billionaire? I'm all jazzed up about the secret. All right, what about you? Well, he's obviously into the cowboy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the cowboy aspect, specifically the boots, the belt buckle. Chaps. Maybe he has some uh, turkey necks out in the front yard. Oh. Kenish yeah. has a uh. lifetime subscription to Farmers Only, so he can perhaps one day find a friend. <laughs> he's on there. He's just checked friendship off. I'm looking for a cowboy to tie me up. <laughs> Tickle me. Lasso me. You never know. Kenish has interesting desires. Anyway, what's the let's uh, let's read it. Okay, this is one of those books that changes uh, no. perspectives. Great, it's it. in third person. All right, but chapter one uh, is uh, Bennett. Uh, ooh, the uh, the billionaire. the titular cowboy billionaire. Bennett Brooks was not a suit person. He was happier in cowboy boots. Oh yeah. I like to wear a big barrel with suspenders on. <laughs> I identify with that. Then he ever would be in a tux. Well, see, the real power move is you wear the tux and the boots. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's power. That's sure. your look. Uh-huh. I've seen you walking down the street. He calls that the Patrick Duffy. He stared into the vertical mirror in his childhood bedroom and examined the black suit with the silky lapels that framed his broad shoulders and tall frame. My friend, it sounds like he's about to do what you said. He's looking at a suit, thinking about boots. His mother, Shannon, had set the suit out on his bed like he was a little boy who oh. needed dressing. So not as not only has Bennett a billionaire and a cowboy, but he's a little mama's boy. He's a little mama's too. boy. Gave my mom uh, a couple mil. She gives my juice box. Uh -huh. I get the big bucks. Okay. See that on a shirt? <laughs> Maybe a wristband. <laughs> Two wristbands. <laughs> it's a lot of words. You would need two wristbands. One says, she gets my juice box. 
And the other one, of course, says, I get the big bucks. Yeah, it's like love and hate on the fist. Mm-hmm. That's branding, baby. He's supposed to when you have seven kids like his parents did, you never stop parenting them. That's my goal. Have as many kids as possible and your chances go up that one of them becomes a cowboy billionaire. What if or all just the, a regular billionaire. What if all the rest are just cowboys? What if all the rest are just regular billionaires? He's the black sheep. <laughs> He's a cowboy. <laughs> Why can't you be a good billionaire like your brother Max? I'm a cowboy, mama. I gotta wrangle. <laughs> I don't need a condo. Jesus. Thought that word was going somewhere else. <laughs> I don't need a condom. I'm the goddamn cowboy billionaire. I don't care how many secret babies I make. At 31, visiting home for Bennett still meant bickering with the siblings and watching his mother make a ridiculously lavish breakfast every morning as if he were a teenager. Bennett came from a unique family, to say the least. All cowboy billionaires. And one clown. (laughs) It all started when his parents bought their first ranch. The Houston, Texas property was called Brookside Ranch. A luxury dude ranch that turned a wild profit. A luxury dude ranch for a luxury dude. You should own a dude ranch. I should. I should do that. Anybody out there want to sell me a dude ranch? Get in touch. 567-309-0357. It's going to have to come at a steep discount because I am poor. I'm in debt. I'm worth negative money. Many years later, his parents decided to franchise the ranches, buying six that spread across the United States, each under the Brookside banner. The ranches became a billion-dollar business. Shit. That's a lot of cows. Maybe a little B&B on there, too. Mm. People want to get a taste of the ranch life. Ah, interesting. This is all great business tips for my future dude ranch. What would you call it? Neverland Ranch, I think. (laughs) When Bennett's eldest brother, Jet, turned 21, his parents had him take over one of the ranches. As the rest of the five boys... Let's give him one of the little ranches. (laughs) This one's a fixer-upper. As the rest of the five boys hit their legal age... Damn, we got legal boys on tap. This is ripe for you, my man. Come on down to the dude ranch, boys. Each was told they were to move across the country and run a ranch. (laughs) My boys will separate and cross lands to run my ranches. You, Northwest. (laughs) You, Southeast. You, the Florida ranch. (laughs) Oh, okay. damn it. It's a whole lot of fruit. That grass is sharp. It is. It sucks, right? What's going on down there? I hate fruit. Florida. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think anybody will argue with you on that. It's muggy. I will. I like. I like Florida a lot. You would. Oh, you are. You are uh-huh. Florida man. Uh huh. I. I just. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Uh huh. That's right. Florida man. A guy with a fucking Hawaiian shirt with some chest hair popping out, problem. frothing out the mouth. I'm fucking the ketamine. They got a lot of humidity. It's like 85 degrees all the time. Ugh. Yeah, it's it storms pretty badly once in a while from what I hear. And it might be underwater in, I don't know, a couple of years. There's but a, There's alligators. But you're a Miami guy, though. You're I not like see. Central Florida. No, I'm like Miami. Yeah, like no, no way. He's no. a Tallahassee. You're a Tallahassee. No, yeah, you got, I'm, I'm you a, got a splash of Tallahassee. You look like you own a used car dealership in Tallahassee, Florida. Florida. That is your vibe. Buddy goes big in Miami. <laughs> he, he takes the Tallahassee dealership money, uh-huh. drives on down to Miami, yep. makes it rain. Oh, my God. At the TGF Fridays. That's right. And occasionally Applebee's. Ooh. All right. Eating good in the neighborhood. You, you know where you're going to get every time you go. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Electric lemonades for the group. Me and the missus. Well, that's a little peek into Ganesh. What state are you? Me? Yeah. Idaho. Uh, depression. No, <laughs> you're not like a Midwestern. State no, I'm not a Midwestern. I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, liberal elite East Coaster for sure. So you're like Massachusetts. No, I think I'm like right on the money. I'm I'm like Virginia. I'm a Mid Atlantic boy. I think. Don't take this the wrong way, but could you see yourself being a Maryland? I could. Okay. I could see that. All right. I like crap. Shane, 
Indiana, baby. Hoosiers. Yeah, well, that's where I was born. Uh huh. So. But you, you yeah, emanate it. Yeah. Uh, Big and tall. Yeah. Dumb as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But fun, you know. He's fun. He's got a good sense of humor. Likes fried food. I could see it. It's my weakness. Yeah, well, that's that. When Bennett turned 21, he inherited the Brookside, Montana ranch, some 1,800 miles from his friends and family. That sounds like a prime one. Montana? Oh, that's ranch and country, mm-hmm. my friend. Big sky. Mm-hmm. He was happy to do it. He loved the life of a cowboy, but not all of his brothers were as happy about the idea. That's a sharp suit, Candy said as, Oop. that's a, nope, that's a sharp shoot. Nope, that's a sharp suit. <laughs> oh man, this is like pulling Candy, a, what's wrong with you, Candy? <laughs> it's like pulling a slot machine. That's a sharp suit. Daddy, call the doctor. Candy's having one of those spells. <laughs> that's a sharp suit, Candy said as she leaned against the doorframe of Bennett's bedroom. Candy was the youngest sibling and the only girl in the Brooks clan. Ooh, maybe don't call it a clan. She was 19 years old, 12 years. Fits. 12 years younger than Bennett. One would think this meant she and Bennett weren't close, but the truth was, of all the Brooks boys, uh, had a special place in their heart for their baby sister, and she got along with all of them in return, save for their rock star brother, Phoenix. Wait, there's an even bigger brother named mm-hmm. Phoenix? He's huge. He's a rock star. He's a trillionaire. Dude. The trillionaire cowboy with a secret family. That's the sequel. I secret hope. village. My secret, my secret army. He's like Genghis Khan. That would be fucking weird. It's kind of cool that it's a bunch of big billionaire brothers, and then little, <laughs> are they all billionaires? And then little candy. Oh, I'm I'm just little candy. Hello, my my big I, brothers. I, I, <laughs> I love my billionaire brothers. Can I have a million dollars? You do know this is Greg and Amy's wedding, though, right? Kennedy snorted as she looked over the ridiculous classy suit oh, her brother wore. Not Candy. Yeah, I didn't want to correct you. Candy! Oh, Kennedy. These people are big no, time. No, don't worry. I'll change the name to Candy. He's a big time Democrat. No worries. <laughs> Named after my favorite, Ted. Is that why I flew 1,800 miles, scanned through a wedding registry, and had a bachelor weekend with Greg last month? You didn't even buy anything on the registry. He's a billionaire. <laughs> Just scanned it. How do you think he becomes a billionaire, dude? I don't buy shit. I'm a nickel and dimer. Got you a couple of Roosevelt's. He said with a wink. I plum forgot. Always here to help. She grinned. Yeah, thanks. He snorted. What's that supposed to mean anyway uh, about this being their wedding? Are you trying to insinuate that Greg is poor? Because I happen to know this wedding costs them a lot of money. It costs their parents a lot of money. Money seems to be a big deal to these people. Yeah, they're billionaires. They dude. hoard money. They're hoarders. Off with his head. Off with his cowboy head. I'll keep the hat. <laughs> it's a Stetson. Don't harm the hat. <laughs> you can take my head, but you ain't taking my hat. What does he do again? Grade school teacher? And what is she? A cashier or something? A couple of poor suckers. I'll tell you what. Who the have ever thought my baby sister would grow up to be such a snob? He said with mock shock. I'm not a snob. That's my band, Mock Shock. Ooh, that's a cool name for a band, honestly. Yeah. I could hear it. You hear it? Oh, yeah. Damn, Mock Shock. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, it's a little project. Uh, I like their old stuff better. I'm not a snob. I could care less about how much money someone has. All I'm saying is you're going to stand out like a sore thumb, she said. I'll take my chances. And what are you up to tonight besides bailing on this wedding? 
Hey, Greg's your friend, not mine. She giggled. I'm just little Candy, okay? <laughs> I don't have no friends. I we I vote that her name is Candy. Me too. Yeah. Okay, that's ten against one. <laughs> I said I'll do it. That's All how right. the that's how a caucus works, my friend. Hey, got any plans? Yeah, I'm gonna go out with Catherine. She told him, though from her tone, he knew that was a lie. Uh huh. That's the story you're telling, Mom. All right, all right, you caught me, old brother. I'm going to Wendy's. <laughs> Not again. They got a five for five with my name on it. You can't eat that many baked potatoes in one day, Candy. It ain't good for you. Candy grinned and hopped up on Bennett's bed. She hung her legs off the side and washed him in a childlike manner as he fixed his tie in the mirror. I'm going to this party on Catherine's campus. Not too late to go back to school, you know. It's at uh, Dave Thomas's house. <laughs> he offered. Forget it, she said with a smile. Why go back when I could reap the social benefits of my friends who were in college? It's all the partying with uh, none of the responsibility. That's actually the right idea. I When I picture parties nowadays for people in college, you know what I'm picturing? Hmm. And I might be way off here. Let's hear it, old man. Bunch of dabbing. You think it's just kids are just dabbing, dabbing, dude, and they're having fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think that is right. They're dabbing. They're doing Fortnite dances. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are trading Snapchats. Uh, They're tweeting. Yeah, like let's get active. Feeding their Tamagotchis. Whatever happened to the good old days of what what do we do? Uh, Play quarters, sitting around, smoking cigarettes, spitting brown liquid into solo cups. Everyone's jeweling and puffing fat clouds. Free free basin, goddamn vape pods. Drinking four locos. Jesus, that was us. That's actually that was our (laughs) stuff. Uh, Yeah, what are you gonna do? Are we done here? Yeah, let's stop there. All right. A lot of decisiveness. I was just doing podcast. a time check. Uh, what time is it? Uh, we've been doing this for a little bit. I'll tell you what time it is. Time to go to the 25% oh. mark of secret cowboy billionaire baby or whatever. When you're right, you're right. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Okay. So we're jumping into the 25 <laughs> <laughs> all over me, you fucking asshole. Uh... 25% mark of billionaire cowboy secret baby. Now, you mentioned that the chapters change perspective. Whose perspective is uh, is this chapter in? Same. Oh. Bennett. Oh, <laughs> All right, good. It's almost like there are no rules. Well, we know Bennett, okay? I'm familiar with Bennett. He's the billionaire baby secret cowboy. And think, you know, he's a daddy, okay? He's a big old billionaire daddy with belt buckles and spurs on his boots, I bet. <laughs> The I bet sold me. I, it's I, just a guess. I, I trust you. You're a gambler. I, I'm a gambling man, they say. Hey, I'm in I'm in cahoots with Ganesh. We gambled together. Oh, we got a couple of gamblers on our hands. What are you guys gambling on? The Oscars. <laughs> a manly bet, to be sure. Uh, yeah, I put $10 on Little Women, and mm. it pays back $2,000. You're going to lose that $10, big guy. <laughs> Ganesh, what'd you put a bet on? I bet on Parasite. For and, Best Picture? Yeah, and Best Director. And? I think Best Director, yes. It'll be... Uh, Parasite. I think I threw a flyer in Marriage Story because it was the odds on that were pretty crazy too. Oh, you know what? This episode's coming out after the Oscars, so we'll see. You'll know right now if all these people lost money, and they probably did. I don't know. Little Women is great. Everyone should go see it. If all the movies I just thought were great, one fucking Anchorman would have won an Oscar when I was fifteen. <laughs> Doesn't matter what I think. It's all about the politics, baby. Nineteen Seventeen's gonna win. You think so? I never even saw it, but I know it's gonna win. I probably look like a fool. I think in Parasite. This, uh, I think it's the release. year of Parasite. It's the year of Parasite. They're saying, mm-hmm. huh? Frightening. Okay, let's read the twenty-five percent mark of uh, billionaire cowboy secret baby. Chapter five. Bennett. 
to get you to do your voice exercises. Ooh, chaps, buckles, Bennett's. While Bennett was at home for the next couple of weeks, he was making it his mission to spend more time with his sister Candy. <laughs> at great. first, this was mostly at the request of his mother, who had been shopping Candy around to move in with one of her brothers. Come on, take Candy. Anyone? I gave you all ranches. She's eating too much of that flim flam and Wendy's. Shannon said the youngest Brooks was going down a bad path. She was worried about his her ranch well-being. is barren. This boy's a bad seed. Can't grow a crop on his ranch to save his life. You don't got the rancher in you, son. Mm-hmm. Every time you say ranch, eat. I think you're going to say ranch dressing because y'all talking about Wendy's. But you're not. It makes me sad. I'm so- is Wendy's known for its ranch dressing? Oh, I'm thinking nuggets, and you got you to dip those well, in I'm some ranch. I'm thinking nuggets, and then well, you know where my brain goes after that. So it goes straight to ranch dressing. It does, okay? <laughs> Any, Is that a crime? Every restaurant evokes the idea of ranch dressing to Ganesh. You know, I went, I visited my sister over the summer and she lives in a small town. And we went to a, like an old school Wendy's restaurant. Mm. And I was like, can you were, we eat you were, in? You were in hog heaven, I bet. And you know how it had like the, the name of the town. It has like the atrium at the front. Mm, yes. It had that. Wow. And it was great. They have a fountain in the atrium? No, 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 no. You're getting me all wrong. You're making a joke out of this. <laughs> this is no joke. You, you know, you, it's that old school atrium, and you, we sat in it, and it was fun. That's the tallest building in town. Damn. That's, that's the Wendy's. Well, goddamn, Dave Thomas. You get past the stoplight, and then you're there. That's the Wendy's. My, I, You know that building that says Wendy's on it? Well, I grew up now in that's a Wendy's. two-stoplight town. Mm. No Wendy's. Burger King. Burger King's only. The most profitable Burger King in like 150 miles. <laughs> Damn near the only Burger King in 150 miles, I bet. Boy, howdy. Uh, I never enjoyed Burger King. I loved it. I'm a big Whopper guy. Big Whopper guy. I don't like the fries. I go for the fries. I didn't like the fries. But they've changed it. They have a new recipe. That that was 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, probably the last time I got their fry. Ganesh is still yammering on about the new fry recipe at Burger King. Have you it heard debuted it? debuted in 1998. <laughs> have you heard? They changed the fries. It tastes like real potatoes now. <laughs> I do remember when they changed the Burger King fries. It was a paradigm shift, my friend. Things went haywire in my life after that fry change. <laughs> 9-11 happened. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, Sorry to evoke. <clears throat> it's okay. You're just being honest on the mic. Those fries were my 9-11. Until 9-11. <laughs> Up until then, that was like the most traumatic thing that ever happened in my life. That was number one, and the Oklahoma City bombing was number two. And then 9-11 bumped it all down a couple spots. I'm seeing a common thread here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. I don't actually have an example. I'm just, oh, okay. I thought that would be a polite thing to say. Fair enough. We're getting to pleasantries. It's probably time to shut my mouth. <laughs> okay. Bennett brushed it off as his mother's usual overprotectiveness, but the more time he spent talking with Candy, the more he started to wonder if there was some merit to Shannon's worry. Candy must have taken a shine to the attention because that morning she'd invited Bennett to accompany her and her friends to a beach day roughly an hour's drive away. What is this, like the fucking bachelor? Beach day! Which one of my billionaire brothers will take me on and let me live on their ranch? You get a rose today, Bennett. Yeah, a rose for brother. <laughs> We had a beach day on one of my birthdays. It was great. We did. It was really foggy, and everyone brought a big thing of Jack Daniels and yeah. drugs. Killed a couple hobos. Yeah. 
Love the beach. It's fun, baby. That's beach life. Before heading to pick up her friends, Bennett and Candy re- headed out to a local grocery store that had all of the best organic snacks that his sister was obsessed with. The plan was to stock up on healthy junk food and grab lunches for the afternoon at the beach. See, mm. they're forcing the healthy junk food because the Wendy's habit is Yeah, she's got to cut it out. Kale jerky for the whole ride. God damn it. I hate this kale jerky. Is it Wen- just doesn't taste like that baked potato. Is Wendy's paying you all this episode? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen a cent of that fucking Wendy's money. Me and Shane decided that you were a toxic personality and we did our own marketing deals on the side. Yeah. Wendy's, so, Wendy's came to us and they were like, he can't handle the brand. I'm going to be real with you. Wendy's came and said, you got to lose Ganesh. And we fought for you. But we found a middle ground, which is that they'll pay me and Shane only and we don't tell you. That's blood money, my friends. So it may be. Tastes good, though. Can I get some coupons at least? No, sir. Uh-uh. Nah. Hey, no. Nah, that's not. All right. I'll settle for nothing. That's fine, too. I'll you know settle what? for nothing. You know what? <laughs> you know, you drive a hard bargain, but yeah. I'll just settle for nothing. I like it. I don't ask for a lot in my life. <laughs> that's the opposite of true. <laughs> <laughs> you ask for and receive everything. Bennett asked about her life and her plans, but Candy somehow managed to angle the conversation away from her personal life and into Bennett's. So, you just... Candy stalled, cocking her head on an angle as they walked down the cereal aisle of the grocery store together. Had dinner together? I'm telling you! It was like, BAM! He said, clapping his hands together to emphasize his point. Emerald Lagasse style. Yeah, you know, BAM! I drove my new Jeep truck into a cow, my one of my finest, (laughs) and I served it to her. (laughs) Bam! Is this a story from your life back on the the ranch? No, this is their date night. Oh, okay. What's bam? She laughed. Is that supposed to be the embodiment of magic? Yeah? He snapped his fingers. Magic? Uh, I don't know. Being around her just made me feel... something. Something as in you like like her? She said as if she were a grade schooler pressing a friend for information about their crush. Well, I don't know, he said bashfully. Mind your own business, girl. Something like that. Oh my gosh, you're insane. I can't imagine pining after someone after like 10 years. That's crazy if you ask me. Damn, we missed his little run-in with his former love. A June. I suppose he doesn't know about the secret baby yet, does no, he? No, 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 not quite. Yeah. Mm, can't wait for that. That's when the bloodshed happens. What if it's candy? Whoa, trippy. Probably not. She scoffed, throwing her long dark hair behind her shoulders. You're cracked. Yeah. Oh, it's a family of brunettes. I truly was not imagining that. Every cowboy's blonde in my mind. Unless, uh, except Josh Brolin. He's yeah. A, and John Wayne. Yeah, Josh Brolin's a brunette. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Josh Brolin is a brunette. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's good sentence to say out loud as an adult uh okay yeah a lot of brunette cowboys out there but a black-haired cowboy no way yeah he said drawing out his vows get back to me when you've dated more than two guys in high school and let me know how it feels to run into someone you used to be crazy about i thought you were off love after everything that happened with yasmin i am off love yasmin yasmin bleeth Damn, the billionaire cowboy. A little bit of a playboy. Jade, I'm not in love with June, he said with mild defense. It was more like bittersweet excitement. Now you're just starting to sound like Phoenix, she said, and they both laughed. (laughs) I wish. He's a trillionaire. (laughs) Their country music star brother was most notorious for overthinking his every sentence. A bad boy poet. I bet he's got like a barbed wire tattoo on his bicep. A speech from Phoenix was like hearing someone read poetry. Ooh, that'd be a good, a tattoo of the word nonchalant with barbed wire all over it. 
I'll give you a hundred dollars if you get that tattoo. Okay, I'll get it for you. Thanks. You know, load me up. <laughs> give me some ideas, and so I can just start getting these things plastered on. <laughs> This guy's a walking billboard. I just need some stuff. I, I don't I have see your, your fresh Wendy's ink is almost finished healing up. Yeah. Sorry, Ganesh. <laughs> I shouldn't be flaunting this in front Listen, of you. I get it. I understand. I look, I would do the same thing if I was in your position. Mm-hmm. You know it would be a good tattoo? The upside down McDonald's arches, so it's a W and then the little when Indies after it, like Wendy's. <laughs> It makes it, you think, it huh? It does make you think. It, that, it's like a real statement against capitalism. It really flips your expectations. It does. It's powerful. Okay. Really, really annoying poetry. Candy knocked a box of fruity marshmallow cereal into the cart and thought about the story he had just told her about his reunion with June the night before. He could hear his sister's flip-flops crack against the ground with every step she took. Oh my gosh. He, she was trailing behind. It's like the Imperial March. The shoes were so loud, it was almost laughable. Wasn't it weird seeing her again? She asked curiously. What's that? Can't hear you over your flops. You gotta get some of these, honey. <laughs> and he's clicking his cowboy boots together. <laughs> Ooh. Little country western tune breaks out. All of a sudden, they're square dancing. What do you even talk about after all that time? That's the thing. It wasn't weird at all. It felt completely natural. If I ran into my ex, I'd want to rip his face off. Aren't you like 12? She snorted. Don't know what Candy's age is. Could be anywhere from 12 to 45. 30, 35, 37. You're lucky she only threw soup in your lap. Cold soup at that. Gazpacho. Ooh, ooh too cold. <laughs> Ice cold gazpacho. My nards. She didn't do it on purpose, he said. My nards are shriveled under this ice-cold gazpacho. Candy rolled heavily made-up brown eyes at him and teased. I have my suspicions. How'd your night go anyway? We haven't talked much since the wedding. Ah, sucky. How come? (laughs) Crude. This guy, like, just started seeing someone else. Ah, it's too bad. I'm sorry. That is sucky. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> we got what we came for. All right, let's stop there. Oh, that's it? Cool. All right, we're feeling good about hey, that. Hey, a little, little family bonding. That's a nice little, you know, see a couple characters just bonding over some mundane activity. I like that. It grounds them. I believe that the billionaire cowboy shops for his own sugary cereals now. If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't. What would you do? Get your AI robots in there? Your AI walkers? At the grocery store? Yeah. No siri. I'd be eating frozen fetuses. Trying to get young again. Oh, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> That's right. Injecting fresh blood. Hell yeah, I'd go full Bezos, baby. Soft tissue samples. That's right. It's Except like potato you, chips. You'd get your blood from like that machine. Like It's like the beginning of Back to the Future that Marty McFly uses to get his breakfast. It would be the same thing, just with needles right into your arm. Yeah, you mean a, a, what are those called? A Goldberg. Yeah. Rube Goldberg A Bill machine? Goldberg machine. <laughs> yeah, puts a, puts fresh blood right in my arm every morning. Also makes me a nice toast and an egg over easy. Is Goldberg that uh, husky kid from Mighty Ducks? Mm, he's also, I was thinking of the wrestler. Well, that's all the Goldbergs for this segment. Let's hop on over to the 50% mark of Billionaire Baby Cowboy Spaceship. Mark of billionaire cowboy secret baby, 
And yet again, it looks like we've stumbled onto a Bennett chapter. So frankly, why did we even preface this by saying it could be from the perspective of other characters? Y'all smell that? What? One of my caches took a huge dump. Jesus Christ. Roughly the quality of this podcast. Steaming. Like good. Like my uh, hot. These things are hot off the presses, though. Just like that dump. Little patty. Little oh, patty for us. Just give me one second. Let me grab the Febreze for all of your cat shit needs. This See, is, I got my own thing going on. This is on. a tryout. For, I got, no, yeah, I is this own, an audition? Is this on. an audition, you fucking amateur? They got to come to you. Yeah. All right? They came to us. I got a call from Dave Thomas himself. Yeah, I said, said, didn't you die 20 years ago? He said, no. He said, forget about all that. I'm hiding. You know what he said? He said, you guys got the Wendy's energy, okay? Uh-huh, that's right. You guys are my baked potatoes out there, okay? Extra sour cream. That's what you're putting he calls. Down. He calls me and Shane the double stack because we're, we're his two favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he called you, you know what he called you? What did he call me? He called you the junior bacon dick eater. Ah, that was pretty rough coming from him. <laughs> I I didn't know that was in his vocabulary. Yeah. That sounds like something he would say. He was actually pretty rude. Also had like an Eastern European accent. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's Dave. I mean, we're st- You know, uh, I'm still waiting on the check, so I'll get in touch and see what he's all about. Maybe we can get you added on. Anyway, 50% mark, billionaire baby space boy, cowman. Chapter 9, Bennett. <laughs> When did cowboys become cowman? At uh, death. That's all it takes? <laughs> they slip the surly bonds of their mortal coil, and then they uh, ascend to cowman. I think it's 2,000 Marlboros. <laughs> like, yeah, like I just said, death. Bennett had been spending more and more time at June's apartment in the city. It was a different vibe than the endless string of ranch-style properties he'd spent his time at. Now, call me crazy, but I, I like a ranch-style property. No stairs, man. Just one long-ass house. Why would anybody call you crazy? Sounds good. Sounds great. I support you. It's where you belong, quite frankly. You could skateboard in it. Yeah. You could ride a horse around it. Adding on what we said earlier, I think not only do you have a Florida vibe, you've got a Florida rancher vibe. I could see you with a big plot of land in the swamps, raising gators, making boots out of them even. <gasps> a gator, the gator skin man. A booter. Gator skin, GS, Sarma. It's adding up, folks. That's Plus, pretty cool. Probably a little coconut farm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Have you? Okay. Well, you might want to research that. Florida. Oh, they don't do that down there? No. More of a citrus area. Yeah. You're growing grapefruits, my friend. And you're going to like it. Call them whatever you want. Coconuts. Y'all like coconuts? <laughs> Sirs. Biting into a grapefruit, squirting all over his eyes. <laughs> Yum. That milk stings. <laughs> hey. That's the tropics for you. <laughs> I ain't complaining. He'd spent his morning outside soaking up the hot September weather with Ember, playing Ooh. on the outdoors playset in their communal backyard. Oh, Ember's the baby. His secret baby ember sounds like what you i would name a charmander yo white people are what's up with them naming babies these oh days? you tell me dude i don't know man i wish i knew when i was a kid all white kids were named sean and michael and now they're all named like fucking jacks with two x's and like cordon landon like what the cordon. fuck yeah cord yeah it's just like what is this is a series of syllables i hate it where are my Derricks? okay where are my kyle's mcevans what about jason where'd jason go there's no more jasons well if you're getting the jasons now it's with like a, with a y in there somewhere like jay's son wow it's all like makes do- you dachshund think. it's like who the fuck is this kid all right that's a billy that's i don't what, know where you're going with this it's not a tennyson <laughs> yeah i'm waiting for the resolution to this rant. there's no resolution coming from white babies have heart, bad names only me saying this there's only two names that i can think of mm-hmm Dave and Thomas. And that's it. Yeah. All babies should be named either Dave or Thomas. Uh-huh. You're either a Dave or you're a, you're a Thomas. And that's but, it. By the way, I don't know. I assumed it was a euphemism. He did say that he said you got a whole lot of chili coming your way. I assumed that meant cash. <laughs> 
But now that I think about it, well, we didn't want, get that. We didn't get that in writing. If you wanted to do that, you just said cheddar. Oh, shit. Well, what's the exchange rate for chili? Can I take that to the bank? If you just put it in a big box, okay? Mm-hmm. Unload it, no box. Here's what you do. You fill up, you know those little coin, so the, like the paper that you put pennies and dimes and stuff in? Yeah, I'm too dumb for those, actually. You just fill, <laughs> you just fill those with chili and bring them to the bank and we'll exchange them for real dollars. Mm-hmm. They even have like a little chili vault. That's right. Yeah, there's a machine now. It's the future, 21st century. It's about fucking time, dude. Mm-hmm. Been hoarding this chili under my mattress for fucking years. Mm-hmm. One time you came over to my house. Yeah. I don't know why. This is like 10 years ago, man. Okay. You just came over. Yeah, sounds right. And you were like, hmm, what do you got in here? And you were looking through my pantry. That also sounds about right. And you're like, I'm going to make a chili. Oh. And you made a chili on my stove with all this like mishmash stuff I had. Do you remember that? Nope. There were many years where all Ganesh did when he cooked was just put everything in a big pot and make it hot. (laughs) Just everything. <laughs> I made a lot of chili. I you mean, did. That's what you want to call it. I don't know why you were at my house. Hot dogs and cabbage and shit. You came over to my house. It was just you, by the way. And <laughs> you made chili. And I think we ate it together. That's weird. What was going on? What a wholesome time. That sounds about right. It could get worse with Ganesh. <laughs> Yeah. That's a hey, that's, that's, that's I a, brought my knives. That's about the best case scenario for a Ganesh <laughs> visit. We're making chili. Unannounced chili. Nothing broke. Uh, no one cried, I'm assuming. Those are the two standards. He was like in the afternoon. Too. It was weird. For a good time with Ganesh. All right. <laughs> one, t- one time we skipped class and we went to go see a movie together. <laughs> we were. That seems normal. Really stoned in the parking lot. We go in. <laughs> do you remember this? We went to go see Adventureland. And, I, do, I do remember that. And yeah. so Ganesh is. Uh, <laughs> the theater it's super dark in the theater and i am like there's only one staircase up to the seats and it's not near the door mm-hmm. but you know like typically there's two yeah and i walk in and i turn to like walk up the stairs and i trip over a seat and i spill some of my popcorn i was like oh fuck and then i like saw it and i walked around and then ganesh went to the bathroom and came back and i watched him do the exact same thing yeah, a couple of dipshits uh I guess should have stuck with class. When I saw The Dark Knight, I picked up Ganesh and he was on acid. <laughs> Without even telling anybody. It's just like, oh, now I, was, I, gotta, now I gotta deal with this. That was opening night and we got to the theater and there was a Joker, like an actor playing the Joker in a cage in the lobby. And it said, ha 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 in, in like bright red all over the walls. And everyone there was dressed like Batman. What a night. Good friend, good influence. Anyway, back to... June's apartment. He enjoyed spending time with the girl, and the fact that it gave him brownie points with June didn't hurt either. Ember was an easy kid to get along with. She didn't throw temper tantrums, and more often than not, knew how to make Bennett laugh. Aww. How is Ember spelled? E-M-B-E-R. Oh, so like what I thought. Like the Pokemon fighting move. I didn't know if it was going to be like one of those weird southern names like in Sharp Objects. The little girl's name is Amma, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was their accent. But it's no, it's A M M A Amma Amma. You see sharp objects? No. Yeah, she was fucked up. Cool ending. I'll go see it. I don't think you will. That's fine. I won't. I was lying. Just trying to move through the conversation. Wanna know a secret? He whispered as he helped her climb across the monkey bars. What? <laughs> That's Ember? She whispered back. I'm the billionaire cowboy secret baby. You know how I got my name, Ember? I survived a fire. Ember's the little girl. Yeah. Oh, the girl saying that? Yeah. What a fucking nightmare. I'm going to ask your mom if she wants to bring you up to my ranch in Montana. 
Well, damn, that's kind of shitty. What if she says no? Then this kid just has this idea in her head. Yeah. Bad cowboy billionaire secret baby. Well, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Can we see the horses? She asked. No, nobody sees my horses. You can see the horses in the mountains. And if you stay long enough, you can even see some snow. You ever seen snow before? Only on the TV. I only seen snow on the TV. When the channel's cut out, that's snowing. <laughs> Mama, ain't it? it's snowing. It's so cool, he explained. Mama, when I jiggle the antenna, I see snow. Is this what Santa sees yes. every day? <laughs> yes, baby, it is. <laughs> That's the North Pole. If you squint closely, you can see his elves. You get real close and you look into that snow, you get right up on it. You make a wish, little girl. You know how we made fan castles at the beach? Well, you can do that with the snow back in my house. They make a (laughs) build big snowman and castle. And we even have igloos on the ranch. They're cool. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. They have igloos? Uh, Interesting. Well, he's a billionaire. Ember pressed her eyes closed and wrinkled her forehead. Oh, I hope, I hope she says yes, she whispered. Me too, he laughed. <laughs> he watched as Ember reached the landing platform at the top of the slide. She slid down the yellow plastic in a half loop and he met her at the bottom. <laughs> she- fucking half loop, but it's just a fucking Hot Wheels. Just yeah. doing fucking loop-de-loops. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Damn, what a setup. I think she's just a plastic doll. <laughs> There she goes. <laughs> she reached up to grab his hand and chimed in. I'll pray for you. That hurt. <laughs> she said, I'll pray for you. Wow. Bennett cocked his head to the side. He was incredibly charmed by her sentiment Aww. and also oddly touched. A religious baby. Hey, you look like me. <laughs> what was that, girl? You mind if I take your mama out tonight? Bennett asked quietly. I wish you would. Take my mom, please. Amber sized him up and then smiled. It was a subtle exchange that somehow reminded him of his little sister. The faux suspicion followed by a bright, genuine smile. It's okay, she said cutely, then warned. But you gotta promise to take me out one day, too. He knelt in front of her and grabbed her little hands in his. Well, you got yourself a deal there, little lady. Me and you this Friday. How about it? (gasps) Oh, she said, turning her head to the side shyly. That's when her dad is supposed to come and get her. June piped up from behind them, her voice sounding as even as possible. (laughs) That was an even sounding voice, to be sure. He nailed it. Bennett nodded and felt a knot forming in his stomach. He recognized the feeling. It was jealousy, though he couldn't pinpoint whether he was envious that Lincoln Gotta spend a whole weekend with Ember. Lincoln. Lincoln. Ooh. A Yankee. Old Honest Abe. With Ember, or if it was the thought of Lincoln and June's life that had him rattled. We got ourselves a traitor. Bennett wasn't a natural. Lincoln nat- the tyrant. Bennett wasn't a naturally jealous person. For the most part, he understood that everyone had a past, but it was Lincoln's proximity to his relationship with June that unsettled him. He knew she'd been loosely associated with Lincoln while they were still together all those years ago, and the fact that she'd jumped right into a relationship and started a family with him reinforced two facts. Let's hear him. June likely had a thing for Lincoln while they were still together. Two. June was very, very, very over him after their breakup. Can't argue with the facts. Bennett tried not to think about it. Lincoln was the father of her child, and that meant that he would always be in June's life in some capacity. So... If Bennett also wanted to be in June's life, he would have to get over any hard feelings he had against Ember's dad. Hmm. Sensible. Y'all can relate? Yeah, I have plenty of illegitimate children all over the country. Tell you what, he said to the girl, when you come back from your weekend with your dad, we'll do something awesome. Cool. Even cooler than anything your dad could do. Is he a billionaire? I doubt it. He and June have been making good use of their time together. My dad only has $500 million. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, you're right. He's not. A billionaire. Yeah, might as well be raised by a fucking bum. He and June have been making good use of their time together, going through the montage of their favorite Houston hotspots from back when they were dating. Mm, the Astrodome. <laughs> I knew you were coming. <laughs> what else you know in Houston? That's it? NASA. There's NASA. You see that? Houston, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? You remember that? You seen Apollo 13? Come on. Tom Hanks? <laughs> Gary Sinise, you seen that? You know it. Kevin Bacon, come on. You know Apollo 13. Houston, we have a problem. You know that? Come on. They'd already been. Come on, Ron Howard. Come on. Right. You know, you know, Clint Howard. They'd already been to the downtown aquarium. You know that, right? You know that. They filmed it. They actually went up in the sky. They got zero gravity. That is, that's not a camera. You heard trick. that before. Houston, we got a, you've heard of that. Houston, we got a problem. You know that. Come on, 1996? You know it. They'd already been to the downtown aquarium, the museum district. Our new characters, the two guys explaining Apollo 13 to somebody who's never seen it. You know, you know, you ever heard of that? You know that, right? You know that that spaceship couldn't land on the moon. They brought it back. They then they on... made a movie about it. <laughs> you know it. Come on, you seen it. Come on. At coffee overlooking the Baps, Shri, Swaminarayan, and Mandir Temple. Excuse me? They were looking over a fucking Indian temple, dude. How come you butchered it? I didn't butcher it. That's how you say it. Say it again. I want to hear it again. Baps, Shri, Swaminarayan, and Mandir Temple. Rolls right off the tongue. And visited the old beer canister. Sorry, we can't all be named fucking Lincoln and <laughs> Caden and Blaze or whatever what did the Lincoln, fuck. What did Lincoln think when his eyes set upon that temple? What the fuck is this? <laughs> In Houston, we got a problem. You know that, right? You heard that, huh? <laughs> you see that? Come on. It's on TNT like every week. It's on TNT. Let's stop there. You seen it. <laughs> All right. That's good. Let's, <laughs> let's jump. Uh, what is that? Is it 50? Is that 50? Uh-huh. Okay. Great. We're making good time, folks. We're cruising through. We're about to head on over to the 75% mark of Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. mark of uh, Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. Ganesh, let's hear it. Oh, this episode, this chapter, finally, I I think we found one that is from somebody else's perspective, right? Chapter 14, June. Ooh. Yeah. As prim and proper as June imagined she would be with Bennett, truth was she'd spent half of her time at the cabin at the ranch and half of her time at his mini mansion overlooking the mountains. Can't decide which one I like more. What do I like, the ranch or this tiny little mansion? It's just a teeny tiny mansion. Itty bitty, 10 acres. It's cozy. It's a cozy 15 bedroom, 16 bathroom mansion. Extra, extra bathroom. Yeah. For guests. For guests. Mm-hmm. It's the guest bathroom. It's in the basement. It's carpeted. Where the parlor is, the game room, the bowling alley. You got to take a whiz while you're bowling sometimes. Hello. It's just a small mansion. Tonight, though. It's where we keep the mini horses. She was taking a break from the ranch and the friends she'd made there to spend some quality time with her daughter. June and Ember spent the night playing board games and sipping freshly brewed iced tea mm. that she had bought from the Cider Mill, a little market on the ranch property. Damn, it was like his surfs. 
Wow. <laughs> you sell goods on my property and I let you live here. The tea was amazing. It was just cold tea and lemon. Ain't nothing better. As opposed to the store brand sweet tea that was loaded with sugars. Uh-uh, none of that. Okay. I like a good bitter black tea with a you? squeeze of lemon. Yeah, little, just a little tiny squeeze. All right, well, have you tried hmm. this like black tea that's also like seltzer? No. No. It doesn't need to be seltzer. It's a thing. Not everything has to be seltzer. Every, they're making well, everything seltzer these days, and I don't care thing. for it. I like my drinks flat. That's why I open my soda and leave it out for three days. I had a lime drink. green tea seltzer the other day. What the fuck is wrong with you? It was a can. You need to go to hell. It was $3. <laughs> what the fuck? You got... <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that much Jesus. until I got up to the thing, and I was like, ah, fuck. You know, seltzer water is just a dude that farts in a can of regular-ass water. And yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Sorry, You're paying $3 for that. The man's farts are good. <laughs> They're good. They're good for digestion, anyway, but don't care for the taste myself. Shane, on the other hand... He's a fart sipper. When night fell over the yellow bell cottage, June grabbed a cuddly flannel blanket and led Ember outside onto the porch. This is made let her out on the from porch. the hair of the serfs. <laughs> Give me so your locks for my quilt. Let her out on the porch like she's a dog, huh? Go water yourself. Make. <laughs> Make? That's something... <laughs> Wow, that's something straight out of like Highlights magazine from 1955. Ember, make. That's what Gallant Gallant would say. Gallant. You always. Shane <laughs> always thinks Gallant from Goofus and Gallant is like a French defeat. He's a Gallant. I'm Gallant. You might be Goofus, but I am Gallant. Gallant says make, and Goofus says shit, boy. Shit a pile for me. Well, make, inside, he doesn't even walk them. Make Daddy's Piles! <laughs> make Daddy's Piles is going to be a shirt. Make Daddy's Piles? Okay. Sick. I'll work on that. This is I'll, sick. I'll art direct that one. Thank you. The two sat in one of the rocking chairs and listened to the sound of the night at the lodge. They heard crickets and buzzing insects and a faint horse's bray in the distance. Screams. Yells. The serps might be eating our horses. <laughs> Set against the backdrop of the rushing river by the cottage property in Brookside Ranch had created the perfect outdoor ambiance. This is... Are we hearing it right now? Yeah. Ooh, listen to that summer night. Well, Austin... Hmm? You know this all too well. Ah. Just imagine one of your 10K rain videos. Mm. But with like a river. That's the ranch. I'm about to fall asleep. Good night. I love a here mama. Amber said as they rocked. Her tone was sleepy and content. And it filled June's heart to hear. I love it here too, baby. Can you believe we've almost been here for a whole month? Lincoln's like, where the fuck did you guys go? It's <laughs> my child. Where's my seed? The weeks at the ranch had sailed by <laughs> faster than June... Uh, had time to catch. Do you have anything to say for nah, yourself? I'm just cruising. All right. <laughs> Can I just... Amber began before drifting into a satisfying yawn. Can I just live with the puppy? You'd rather go live with a farm dog than cuddle with your own mama? June giggled. Amber pretended to think about it. Then she threw her hands around June's neck and nuzzled into her. Her daughter's little fingers were cold as they pressed against her neck, causing June to pull the thick blanket up. You're she not well. My girl is ill. She's got the rancher's disease. What if I said to you... You've been on the ranch too long. What if I said you could have both the little puppy and me? June asked quietly. Ember craned her neck, offering her mother wide eyes. She certainly looked awake now. We're getting a puppy, Ember said excitedly. Well, no, not necessarily. You gotta catch it first. <laughs> Get out there. Go on. You hear those howls in the night? We'll round up one of them suckers. One of them's your puppy, girl. <laughs> Get out there! June smiled. She put her foot in her mouth this time. No doubt Ember would be begging for a puppy after this. I meant, what if I told you 
We wouldn't have to leave the ranch if you don't want to, Ember gasped. She didn't lift her head off of June's shoulder as she looked up at her in wonder. You like Bennett, right? June asked. He's the best. He's the coolest ever. Well, he's the cowboy billionaire. Secret baby. <laughs> he's the baby. <laughs> Mommy likes him too, June said. Actually, I love him. <laughs> the question. Uh, I think I, I love, love him. And I, he loves me too. And I was thinking maybe sometime we should move to Montana. What would you think about that? Well, my friends can suck it. Oh, come on. Yay! Uh, Ember cheered without giving it a second thought. She has no friends. Really? You know that means you'd have to change schools and you wouldn't get to see Aunt Megan or either your grandparents as much. <laughs> Fuck Megan. Ember quieted. My grandparents, they're racist. Considering this, she bit her lip and thought before asking, would I still get to see them? Oh, yeah, of course. May I just maybe like once a month. Do you know what that means? Uh, I think so, Ember said. And what would you think of that? Do you think that's something you'd like? I think. Yes. Yeah, I've been uh, meaning to see Megan once. Yes, I'm just a baby after all. <laughs> Ember said decidedly, cheering tiredly into her mother's ear. Yeah, 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 Babe, I'm moving in. Bennett's June. like, oh. <laughs> Didn't know it was that serious. Thought we were just having fun. I thought you were going to stay at the mini mansion. I was going to stay at the ranch. Babe, I got a lot of stuff to do in the ranch. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, maybe come back after harvest. June couldn't believe how deeply she had already fallen for Bennett. She cuddled in bed with her daughter, drifting in and out of sleep for some time before she rolled over and grabbed her phone off the nightstand. If they stayed, then she'd have to tell Bennett. She'd been trying to tell him for the last three weeks, but no time ever seemed good enough. She knew she couldn't protect Ember from the truth either and struggled daily with what the repercussions of telling her might be. What's the truth? That she's Bennett's daughter? Which was better? Telling her at 18 and having her feel like all 18 years of her life had been a lie? No. Or telling her now and risking messing her up with the sheer gravity of the truth? Wouldn't she be happy about this? Lincoln's old news. This guy's fucking poor. I don't know if she I want can... a big, bad, billionaire cowboy daddy. <laughs> I love my dad, but if somebody was like, your real dad's a billionaire, I'd be like, fuck yeah. That's right. <laughs> What's up, pops? Let's go throw the ball around, huh? Maybe toss a couple shekels my way. <laughs> Pay off that credit card debt. Thanks, Daddy-o. Give me 20 bucks. I'm going to the mall. A grown-ass man saying that. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, I need to go to Spencer's. Pick up some more black lights. Ooh, and a couple posters. Uh-huh. These walls aren't going to decorate themselves. Sorry, Dad. I need a new corn poster. Mm-hmm. It's true. You're good for it, right? I know you are. You're the cowboy billionaire secret baby. How could she tell her daughter that the father she'd known her whole life was just a man named Lincoln? Some guy. Then again, Lincoln abandoning Ember was something she couldn't change. She couldn't take it back or undo it, but she could give Ember a new hope on VHS. A relationship with Bennett. <laughs> she, she, she could give Ember a yeah. new hope. A relationship with Bennett. 
Yeah, on Blu-ray this time. <laughs> He's a billionaire. That's right. We're only watching laser discs in this house. Well, let's uh, stop there. Jesus. Your energy just dripped right out of your drawers. What's going on? He's just ready for bed or a dump. We'll see which comes first. I'm just waiting for y'all to leave so I can play some more Stardew Valley. This is really getting me in the mood. Uh, this boy wants to be a rancher so bad. Oh, that's why you picked this. It's top of mind. He's thinking saw, about all. His, he's thinking about all his crops. You saw cowboy, and you were like, "I'm kind of like that in Stardew Valley." I'm, I'm, I'm a cowboy. I got. Do you have cows in that game? He yeah, does. I have two. What and I wear a fedora. What's your cows' names? Jeez. If it's personal, you don't have to share it. <laughs> it's, it's what could be personal. If it's something deeply personal, like mommy and daddy, or yeah. something. Can you just know because he's a poor rancher who doesn't care about his animals? Surprise! Let's jump to the last page of Big Cowboy Billionaire Secret Baby. Mr. Producer, Mr. Showbiz, Mr. Hollywood. I saw the rock and roll hand sign you just put up. That's pretty freaking ripping cool. This guy's pretty damn cool for a podcast producer, let me tell you. Here we are. I'm rocking and rolling and ready to rip into the last page of Billionaire Cowboy Secret Baby. What are you doing here? She asked. I missed you. He confirmed. And our heart lilted. Wait, I, whose perspective is this from? Huh? God. Whoa. I missed you too, she said, relief flooding her voice. Bennett looked her over and nodded slowly as he admitted, I needed time to think and I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys me. Uh, relocating to the small mansion. Well, I got my thinking done at the large ranch. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me that time. God bless you. God bless you for uh, living in my small mansion for eight months while I thought things through at the large ranch and also at my satellite chicken coop. And I appreciate that you didn't forget about Ember. Wow, you did, uh, she said, and she couldn't have been more grateful. Just reading what's on the page, fellas. It's all good. We're near the end. The name of the book is literally cowboy billionaire secret baby it's honestly amazing that this is readable hey we're riding on fumes now it's the end that's what they say anything goes at the end they do they sing it like that even when he was upset with june he still made ember his priority he wanted to be the best father he could to what her what happened last we saw everybody was happy we're moving in mm -hmm. we're going to montana yep. we're everywhere we're living life your new daddy's here lincoln's old news piece of shit someone clogged the toilet and they didn't fess up to it. Ember. Even when he was upset with June, he still made Ember his priority. He wanted to be the best father he could to her, even if she didn't know the truth about who he was yet. He still doesn't know it's the end of the goddamn book. I think he knows. That's probably why he was upset. He knows. Ember does not know. Oh. Somebody tell Ember for God's sakes. Well, she's like, what, four? Okay, perfect. She won't even remember. He called her every day, sometimes multiple times, to show her apricot and ask her how school was or wish her a good day. Damn, they didn't move to Montana. This is a sad ending. But they got a dog named Apricot or Apricot, whatever you want to say. He was always cordial with June and more than friendly with their child. It was hardly a small gesture. It was huge. Lincoln had been a part of Ember's life since she was still in the womb. Is this from Lincoln's perspective? Why would it end on that? He hadn't been moved by fatherly affection for Ember once he left. He was just gone and she didn't want that for her daughter. Lincoln went to the theater and never came home. <laughs> You get that one? Yeah. All right. It was just gone, and she didn't want that for her daughter. Ember deserved more. She deserved 
Bennett. I could never forget about Ember, he said with a smile. She's part of me. And you're part of me too, June. But no matter where my life takes me, it always seems to lead back to you. Is this a long-winded way of telling me that you've forgiven me? She asked brightly. What did June do? Oh, maybe revealed... Oh, they yeah. had a secret baby. Yeah. <laughs> It's right in the title. It's all coming together now, full circle. Boy, oh boy. Bennett looked down at their clasped hands. He furrowed his brows briefly, seeming lost in thought as he said, It's a hard pill to swallow. Knowing that I could have been in her life all this time, I'm not gonna lie. It hurts, June. I know. I'm so sorry. But you know what? Meh. Water under the bridge. Fuck it. <laughs> Doesn't hurt as much as being without you does. I wish things had been different, he said hopelessly. But maybe you're right. Maybe if you had told me back then, we wouldn't have lasted. Maybe we never would have had our real chance of being together. And uh, if our lives had taken us our th on separate paths. <laughs> Is he okay? I, would, I wouldn't have been a billionaire. To lead us to where we are now. I did find my billions. <laughs> then, well, <laughs> I guess I have to be okay with that. Her eyes brimmed with tears as he spoke. She wiped at them with her free hand. With her wads of money. Here's a couple twenties. Here, get that crap off your face. <laughs> willing herself- You're so sweet, Bennett. Willing herself not to burst into appreciative sobs. That's Mr. Bennett big bucks to you. Big uh, bills only. Five uh, hundos. $500 bills. I get only. them custom made. I love you, June. He said, I lost you twice before, and I don't think my heart could take it if I lost you again. She nodded. I love you too, Bennett. I want to come home. He posed curious eyes at her and then smiled warmly as she confirmed. Which home? To Montana. The, the coop? The mini ranch? Yeah, that's yours. Mm. I'll stay in that large ranch. Montana wants you home too, he smiled. Say the word and I'll book a flight. If you ask nicely, uh, I, might, I may even help you pack. You're making her fly commercial? No. You're a billionaire. He's booking his guy to go down there and pick her up in the PJ. Dare I ask? What's the PJ? Private, the PJ. Private jet. Oh, <laughs> private. Yeah, private jet. Yikes. What? You don't know that? Sorry. I'm not taking a lot of PJs around. I don't know about you, you freaking. I saw it on Bravo, okay? I saw it on Bravo. Fair enough. PJs on Bravo. My lord. You sure you're okay? She asked. That we're okay? Hey, I'm better than okay. This is sipped his flat Have you? I just stabbed and my leg. I have Amber. Uh, I have a family. And I can't wait to start our life together. <laughs> yeah, you really sold it. The end. Wow. Wow. No fake out this time. That's the end. The well, billionaire's life is complete. You know, he thought he was rich. Turns out he, he was. <laughs> He did not have the wealth of a family. And now he does. He's got both. He's rich in both money and spirit. And in an arsenal of war items. Pro yeah, sure. Probably has some nasty investments on the well, books. Well, I mean, you don't have a Montana ranch without having a, a war room. He's probably got a couple uh, tax shelters in the Caymans, if I had to guess. Maybe some uh, unlisted bank accounts in uh, Switzerland. That's just cowboy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's just old school cowboy fun in. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's right there in them Panama papers. That's right. Well, hey, who are we casting in the movie of this? Of, uh, again, one more time, one last time. A cowboy billionaire secret baby. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Beautiful name. Well, cowboy, who are we thinking, huh? I'll tell you who I'm thinking. Fabio. 
Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Let's go Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> okay. Wow. Two Europeans, interestingly enough. <laughs> Ganesha, you got for this. Uh, well, I was going to go with an Australian. Oh. Uh, a little Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is not bad. He, all right, I see it. It feels he, he's like slightly, I mean, I can't say this because I just said Fabio, but it was kind of a joke. It's a little old, but I could see Russell Crowe working for this. All right, but I don't know if he had, doesn't have that hook shot. I think that left shrimp could do that. And now for June, I, no joke, 100% through this book, for some reason envisioned Julianne Moore. Oh, yeah? I don't think so. I don't know why. Who do you got? For June, huh? Reese Witherspoon. That's too, a little too easy. Two on the nose for you. Yeah. Well, well then let's hear it. Doris Burke. Doris Burke. <laughs> is this an all NBA cast? Yeah, it Jeez, is. This is Space Jam 2. Ganesh, what do you think for June? Well, I was going with a European myself. Who? Famke Jansen. Yeah. I, I, actually, I could see that. <laughs> what? I could see it's a good pairing to my Russell Crowe. All right. You well, say what? You said Doris Burke. This is a report, a NBA reporter and announcer. All right. Here's, here's one, Austin. You cannot cast a fanning. In this. Okay. So who's Ember? Damn it. <laughs> he doesn't know any other children. Which is a positive, honestly. Nobody's ever complained about me knowing too few children. Who? What? Who's playing Ember? I'm going to say it is Peppermint Patty from Peanuts. Oh, all right. <laughs> Who are you thinking? A little uh, Roger Rabbit Roger Rabbit situation. <laughs> You okay? No. <laughs> who do you who do you have? Huh? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Because <laughs> with voice role, no adult Die, version, and Dead Love Strip is so large, he'll look like a little baby. You're right. You put a little wig on him; it looks like a little baby girl. Can you shoot? Do you think for Ember? You, what children actors do you know? Name one. Jonathan girl, Taylor girl, Thomas. Girl, girl, child actor who's currently active. Topanga. No, now a child. Millie Bobby Brown. She's uh, like 16, but fine. You know what? Fine. I'll give it to you. That she counts. could play. Two. She plays 11 right now. Hey, come on. Who's Lincoln? Uh, Lincoln Chafee, former presidential candidate. <laughs> All right, forget it. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold as the absent father? Yeah. All right. Who else? Is that it? How many other characters are in here? There's Candy. Oh, sweet, sweet Candy. Roseanne. Oh, Megan Fox. <laughs> Wide range. Can you, you got any thoughts? Yeah, Pippi Longstocking. That's... Oh, cool. Just casually throwing that out there. All right, fine, whatever. Who's That's... directing? Who? Who's directing? I, th I thought you said a name. No. Oh, Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> I think that this is... Uh... Yeah, that's fine. All right. Ganesha's done. Ganesha's packing up. He is. He's unplugging the equipment already. Oh, boy. Hope, don't unplug my mic until I get the, the last words out here. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Chris Linkus for our artwork, to Morris Reese for our music. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. Recently updated, by the way. Go take a look-see at it. we got a brand new player there. The whole friggin' catalog. If you're perhaps the kind of psychopath that likes to listen to podcasts, Podcasting in a browser window. Uh, that's the way to go. I'm going to just alienate a whole chunk of our listeners. If you've made it 100 episodes in and to the end of this, I got to do a lot more to lose you, I think, because product subpar. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash AMZM book club. You can give us $5 a month and we'll give you two extra episodes a month. That's mm -hmm. double the amount of episodes and you get. If you don't have the money, that's fine. You know, that's fine. They're Is not. It? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Well, you, you know? just don't get those episodes. Sure. No, you don't get those episodes. I'll tell you what you do. You leave a review, you tell your friend. You say, mommy, mommy, check out this podcast I'm listening to. And then have your mom listen to it. And then she'll tell her friends. And then that's a whole other demographic we don't even have. You that's, take that $5 down to win as you do that 5 for 5 deal. That's you, a much better it's deal. It's a better deal. And honestly, I'm going to be real with you. If you can figure out how to pirate our episodes, I say go for it. I didn't pay corn a single red cent in the 90s. 
and I certainly got my fill. So I feel like who am I to say no pirating? I pass it on. Figure it out. Go to the dark web. Get my social security number. Be me. I don't care. Pay my bills. You can find us. <laughs> What do you, what do you, what do you, what you think the hackers do? You think they're hacking into people's shit to pay their accounts off? No, nah, I'm just saying, if you want to steal my identity, go for it, baby. This debt is deep. No, they, yeah, they hack in to just do normal stuff. It's called cosplay. Uh-huh. If you want to cosplay as me, my social security number is 945-661-2214. Okay, uh, where else can you find us? That Twitter. sounded too fast to be Twitter, paid. AMZM Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding on the telephone. What's that number? 567, actually, it's the same as your social. <laughs> What was that again? 567-309-0357. Is that right? Yeah. I nailed it. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. See you later. We're wrapping up the episode. Everybody have a great life. Be well. God bless. Be well, huh? Namaste. Oh, that's you make me don't sick. Don't do that one. <laughs>